You're listening to the Girls Around Town here on Radio Note with me, June Rollins. And now in the studio, my co-presenter for today, uh, Claire Clements. Hi, Claire. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. And also in the studio with us, our, I was going to say our second guest, but she's actually our fourth, fourth. guest, really, Busy isn't she? Busy today. <laughs> so, um, our, our fourth guest, our second interview of the day, is with Gemma Gilbert. Gemma, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for coming in. Have you come very far? Uh, no, just from West Bridgeford and Nottingham. Right, so... Yeah. Half an hour? Yeah, not, yeah, not, not too bad. Gemma, we're going to talk to you in the second hour of the show in a lot more detail about your business and about your um, Facebook group and all that kind of thing, the sort of things that you do, um, because you also, like the three ladies that were in before, there's, there is very much an element of connecting in what you do, is there not? Mm, yeah, connection and community is... is kind of right up there with, with what i do fantastic but before we get to that right we have got a couple of minutes well three or four minutes actually before we go to the news so tell us a little bit about your background and how you got from where you started to where you are now yeah sure so i, I started off as a secondary school teacher i'm from down south from uh, london and buckinghamshire but i i had a teaching job in the midlands and and met a man and never left <laughs> hi peter if you're listening sounds a familiar story <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now, now live in Nottingham and, and went from being, uh, you know, a disgruntled teacher moaning about the workload and all of the marketing, uh, marking, um, into corporate kind of, uh, educational publishing and, and started working in marketing and sales. But then I had my son and realized that a corporate career where I traveled a lot was just completely incompatible with everything that I now valued in life. Um, I, I, I am what, what you're saying is resonating with me there because when I left university I went into teaching as well and I hated it I couldn't get out fast enough to be honest <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I went into the corporate world and, and I kind of followed a similar sort of track to you and I went into marketing and whatever I, I did stop at the point and I, I did get married I did stop at the point of having kids don't do kids but, <laughs> but we, we have a few things in common so um just tell us in fairly broad brush strokes now um what it is you do these days work-wise 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 i help other mums who have often traveled a similar path to me started their own business and realized that they actually have no idea how to do a lot of the business side of things they, they're really good at the thing they're good at often the thing they did in corporate so i help them with all the business stuff i help them find consistent clients through marketing and learning how to sell that's what i do and i think one of the things on your uh, website or on your blog that that i saw that um kind of made me um caught my attention was that um you're you're helping people to get the customers they need um and grow the business that they love without sacrificing time with their families that, that is a key thing for you, I think. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, the way our society is built, it doesn't actually give mums the flexibility to have children and then not make sacrifices in the career. You either take time out and your career goes on hold or you don't take time out and you miss bedtimes and you miss school <laughs> plays and you have the boss that, you know, is either understanding or not and you're, you're within those constraints. So a massive part of my message is you don't have to make that sacrifice. If you choose to run your own business and become awesome at it, you can have it all. Fantastic. Well, we're going to find out a lot more about that in a few minutes after we've um, heard the news and the weather and looking outside while the sun's shining. So hopefully the weather will be good. Yes, the weather forecast will be good. Um, 
we're going to be talking to um, Claire and Gemma, or Claire is going to be talking to Gemma about how she goes about doing those things with her clients in the second hour of the show. Don't forget, you're listening to the girls around town here on Radio New York on 107.8 FM. You can get in touch with us or keep contact with us in all sorts of different ways. You can ring us 01636 678033. You can email us studio at radionewark.co.uk. And of course, lots and lots of ways on social media. You can follow the girls around town on uh, fa- oh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook dot com forward slash girls around town. I was thinking <laughs> about that one for a minute. You would imagine the number of times I use it. I ought to know what I'm doing there. Uh, you can follow Radio New York um, similarly on their website, on our website, our main website, which is Radio uh, Facebook dot com forward slash radio newark you can follow us on twitter at g-a-t newark for the girls around town at radio newark uk for the station itself and of course there are two websites uh radio uk is the station website where you'll find out all about the station events things going on in and around newark competitions you'll find out about all our presenters all about our shows and our schedules or you can go to the girls around town website girls around town online.com and that's where you'll find out specifics about our own show including of course upcoming guests there is a page on there now uh what's coming up i think it's called and there is a list of some of the guests that we've got coming over the next few months believe it or not we are taking bookings all the way until um may we've taken bookings we'll be back with you after the news and obviously we will be talking then in much more detail to Gemma. The Elgin's there, and heaven must have sent you, um, and that one, I think, oh, I know, I can't see my eyes, uh, <laughs> 19, 1996, I think that one goes back to, you're listening to the Girls Around Town here on Radio Note with me, June Rollins, and also now in the studio, my co-presenter, Claire, and our fourth guest of the day, Gemma. Um, and Gemma is going to be talking mostly to Claire. I'm going to have a rest. Um, I will still be pressing <laughs> buttons it. and such like, but I'm going to let Claire now take over the questioning. Over to you, Claire. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so, morning. So, um, I've known Gemma for probably about a year and a half now, I would say. Um, and do you want to sort of introduce how we first met, how we came across each other? I think I think we met at a networking meeting, didn't we? And one we of those did. classic introduce yourselves for thirty seconds, and you're naturally drawn to people with a similar energy that that sound like they're that you can they're get on with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that was it. And I think I seem to remember you coming up and asking me at the time about my vision boards that I was running, um, my workshops. And well, this is the thing: when you start growing your business, you enter this whole new world of personal development that was completely new to me. And vision boards, mindset, all of this, <laughs> all of the woo side of business—that um, you embark on this kind of personal journey—is was was new. And, and vision boards was not, something I'd, I'd never done before before I met you. And now it's centre stage in my office is my beautiful vision board you've, you've embraced some of the woo woo haven't you within the oh, I'm fine I'm <laughs> fighting against it but I'm increasingly woo <laughs> for those of you that don't know the term woo it's, it's well it's um, the law of attraction and if you're increasingly woo the crystals and um, oh there's so many levels of woo there's so many levels um, of woo <laughs> I think I take. I think I'm a bit like you. I take a fairly pragmatic approach to mm-hmm. it, 
um, and realise actually most of it's actually connected with the mindset, which is a lot of the stuff that you you tend to do um, about surrounding yourself with positive people and energies. And it's it's one of the things that massively holds people back from starting businesses in the first place. Is just you know why could I do it? Am I good enough? Why would anyone buy from me? And these limiting beliefs, you know, so so often dominate our the, the action we take. So it's if you can get on top of your mindset and, and believe that you can achieve anything, that's where well, you can achieve anything. You just have to keep going and not accept any other path in, in your route to that destination. Yeah. My husband actually um, reminded me of a quote yesterday that had struck him and he said, if you reach reach for the sun and you might just reach the moon. I said, I, I kind of like that idea because you're kind of saying, you know, sort of go for the biggest goal and even if you don't quite reach that biggest goal you're still going to have taken steps forward that you wouldn't have taken had you not have had that goal so i found that quite interesting yeah it's, yeah, it's so true and we were talking a bit earlier about the whole 2020 and goal <laughs> setting and, and all of that drama that we're in at the moment and the point is you've got to have a vague idea of where you're going do you have to be at that exact destination at the end of the year no but if you you know if you want to achieve x but you head off towards why you're not even going to achieve half of the things you could so it's just about having that clarity on what would be awesome to finish 2020 and think yeah i made progress towards this yeah and and it's really interesting isn't it that whole kind of say you kind of start this new year with like yes 2020 is going to be my year um i think we started out as really feeling that and it really has not gone to plan it's been (laughs) it's been a, a very challenging couple of weeks um but actually what that's done for me is really driven me forward with with my business um and i think that was the interesting thing when i first met Gemma. Um, and she was asking me about, about my vision boards and what do I charge and I told her and she just laughed and went no 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 <laughs> she went right I want you to go away do you remember this conversation I, <laughs> I want you to go away think about your price again tell me how much you're going to charge me and then we'll work on that afterwards <laughs> I, I, I presume she was telling you that you were underselling yourself yes, yes. absolutely <laughs> And that, that's the kind way to put it. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Did you put it kindly or were you a bit more... I, kindness isn't my the forte. Point. <laughs> <laughs> it's very straight I, talking. I'd say straight talking yet, yet kind. <laughs> you do do it in a very nice and, you know, understanding way. And I think, I think that's the thing is that's why you get the results from your clients because you can understand that, yet yeah, they might need that kind of little bit of a harsh uh, um, message delivered to them sometimes bringing down to earth but but done in a kind of nice way that mm. kind of makes you you know you know that she's actually doing it for the right reasons and <laughs> well, this is the problem is we spend a lot of our lives with people being kind to us you know we fall flat on, flat, flat on our face and people will say things well well don't worry you did your best and you'll get back up and you know things <laughs> and sometimes you need sometimes you just need someone to point out well Stop doing the same thing you keep doing. You need a bit of tough love. Yeah, Yeah, tough love. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So true. And what are you learning from that? What are you learning from flat on your face and how are you going to change it? Don't wear such high heels. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) There is always a lesson to be learned, isn't there? (laughs) Great thing about being on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, We're going to have a quick bit of music now um, because I can't resist this because the title of this next song, I'm I'm really into the cheesy links this morning, aren't I? Is quite appropriate. Um, This one uh, could sort of fall into what you're taking your clients through. And at the end of it, they say, suddenly I see. Thank you. 
this is um, Claire Clements and I'm on Radio Newark here with Gemma Gilbert this morning from Mummy's Got Clients. So we were just chatting um, about, you know, starting your new year and obviously it's a time that resonates with me that you kind of think about people reassessing their life um, and maybe there's lots of people out there that are thinking of setting up a new business um, and, and changing kind of the way their year goes compared to the past. Mm. So, so what sort of people would you say that you help? I, I help mums in service-based businesses. That, you know, that tends to mean they have clients rather than customers in the way they refer to them um, and they provide a service. And, and typically it's mums who have either had a corporate job and realised it's not compatible with their life anymore um, or they've had kids and realised that they want to do something completely new so they, they embark on kind of a new mm. career journey. Um, so I've worked with, you know, photographers, coaches, consultants, um even you know people who are um, professional marketeers but you know when it comes to running their own business that's the aspect that they're often least confident in actually marketing themselves i think it's very different doing it for yourself i i found um so i used to do a lot of writing in the past and wrote Mm. for derby even telegraph when i used to live over that way and and different things but actually writing my own content i've really struggled with that when you're in your business like you know i have a coach myself i'd always have a coach because Mm. you 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 know you can't see the woods through the trees when you're involved in it every single day you need someone to push you to well push your comfort zone try new things and really see the opportunities in front of you yeah and i think sometimes you know it's that old thing isn't it when you're advising friends you know you'll give them the advice that you don't necessarily take yourself um yeah and at the beginning like what i find is a lot of people are really resistant to narrowing their message and actually niching down and in the online world now if you don't niche if you're not specific in who you help and what you help them with you don't get seen you don't stand out so a a big thing the thing that they don't need help with initially is just getting clear on what it is they actually do and who it's for Mm -hmm. and she's looking at me as she's saying this because (laughs) i i had this big issue last year with um lots of different things um so you know i've kind of got my hands in lots of different pies and actually just trying to narrow down and be clear because i didn't even know who i was when i went into a network group (laughs) you know what am i talking about today (laughs) it's it's actually um we mentioned i think on the show last week and i certainly mentioned on facebook on social media that um a number of new words have come into the lexicon came into the lexicon last year Mm. and one of them which resonated with me and also with Rosalind and with quite a few people who um saw the facebook post was i am a slashy yes oh yes (laughs) and it comes from the use of the slash the symbol slash Mm. when you're describing what you are so i am for example a broadcaster, a blogger, a shopaholic, a media manager, and a um, and the oldest deadlifter in town. But when I write them, <laughs> they're slashed. You know, there's a slash between each one. So um, it, we are quite often slashes, aren't we? And, and all, all right, some of them, it's it, you know, they can be personal type things, like you know, a mom of two or mm. or wife to to a fabulous husband or whatever. But we sometimes do try to do too many things don't we at once totally and it's like you know it's fine to be a slasher i haven't heard that before i love that expression <laughs> <laughs> i've got some others as well i'll tell you while we listen yeah, to some music <laughs> <laughs> not now i'll tell you while we listen to some music in a moment <laughs> so in fact let's do that we'll play a bit more music this one is one of my favorite groups i absolutely love well i, I love the drink as well i love a bit of hot chocolate <laughs> 
All the way back to 1978 there uh, with Hot Chocolate and Everyone's a Winner. You're listening to the Girls Around Town here on Radio New York with me, June Rollins, in the chair, but also um, sharing the chair, almost. <laughs> I mean, we are on separate chairs, but... Very cosy. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> also in the studio with me and sharing the presenter's uh, microphone is Claire this week, and Claire is talking to Gemma. And as I said before, I am taking a sit back just mm-hmm. press a few buttons and i'm going to let claire do all the talking over to you well um, let Gemma do, I'll let Gemma well. do some yeah. talking and actually i think the buttons is the scarier bit anyway <laughs> so i think you've got the hardest job anyway <laughs> um so i wanted to talk to you about because i know obviously i've known you for a little while now um and you know i read all your blogs and your newsletters and everything and you've actually built your business in quite a, a short space of time um so how how did you go about that yeah, well, I started my business 2018, September 2018, whilst working full-time, and I went I went full-time on my business, quit my corporate job in January 2019, and 2019 has been a fast-paced, fast-paced year. Yeah. And it's what I describe in business as kind of the throwing the spaghetti at the wall phase, where you're trying <laughs> to figure out what's going to stick for you, mm. and you're new to it all, and... I had a, a series of things that worked really well for me. I started running local workshops for business owners on marketing and sales. Um, I started a Facebook group. It was a huge turning point for my business. And Mummy's Got Clients is kind of the hub of my business where kind of it's over a thousand women who will come to get free support and advice and watch trainings and, and, mm. and you know, network with other business owners. Um, and that really allowed me to kind of build my audience quickly. Yeah. So a lot, you know, a lot of the clients that I come uh, that I work with come from that group having, you know, this crucial part of business nurturing your audience. Like, you know, in 2020, we're saturated with adverts and offers. It's really about letting people get to know, like, and trust you, and you know, figure out if you're the person that they want to be working with to help them grow. Um, so within that group, I started running five day challenges. If you're on Facebook, you you may have seen these kind of advertised, which are kind of five days of intense action. Yeah. Uh, which gets results so it gets people excited and it gets it allows them to see when you're in that mindset when you take massive action you can get results and you know i've had people say i you know i did more in my business in that week than i've done in yeah. in the last six months yeah so what kind of things do you challenge people to do in in those five days mm, well my my most popular challenge was a get a get a client in five days challenge and one of the big activities I get people to do, well, firstly, is get clear on what they actually do. It's all about messaging. So we get clear on messaging and we get them in the right mindset. So day one's mindset, day two's messaging. And day three, I get them to post on their personal Facebook wall and tell their family <laughs> and friends what they do. This is quite scary. Um, I've done it. Um, have never <laughs> even told their family and friends what they do and what they're missing. They think that they can just build this business behind a laptop without actually ever telling anyone what they do and it's a mindset <laughs> thing more than anything else yeah but loads of people get clients from it because people know people so when you get mm. the confidence to show up and go hey this is what i do if anyone knows anyone think of me shoot me a message yeah and i love what you the way you've done it because you make it very easy so i remember when i first did that um you were like straight away look go over on my site pull off what i've done and just edit it for yourself because i think sometimes it's the scariness of actually starting something and thinking i'm going to word it wrong so i'm just going to procrastinate and not make it happen but you're very much about encouraging action yeah and you know i i don't want to create obviously like carbon copies of me but i want people to use what i do 
for their benefit like that's the whole idea like i'm a business coach i'm trying things i'm telling you if it works or not and i'm saying hey take this copy make it your own um and go share your message with the world and Mm. when you can get over that mindset block of actually being visible that's that's the big block about the judgment that you will face or the unsupportive family members or your school friend that you're still friends with on facebook that's gonna think something negative about you when you can realize that's just a story in your head and yeah. what other people think of you is actually none of your business then that's when you can really step up in your business and start getting clients so i'm interested to know what responses you got when you first did that because for me it was a great exercise because i actually got so much positive feedback from it obviously you know there might have been people looking at it going oh, what's she doing now or you know is that the best thing but actually the comments i got were really positive and there were people that i've not heard from from years who were like oh actually that's really great to know that you do that so d- did you get that sort of feedback when you did yours yeah totally people are so supportive and like the thing about 2020 and and business is it's all about connection it's all Mm. about letting people in you know we're so full of front with our professional photos and our instagram feeds if you can actually be vulnerable and say i'm really nervous to say this but this is what i'm doing yeah you won't like i won't say you won't get negative backlash i didn't get any negative backlash you know one of my favorite stories is that you know one of my current clients is a school friend from when we were 17 who (laughs) just saw this post started following me and when she went to set up her business just got in touch and said can i work with you please like i fully trust you and that you know that's to have that connection with people from your past um and then new connections as well there's something really special about when you show up vulnerably and allow other people to see that it's actually not that scary and it's one of the bravest things you can do do yeah and I love like, with your stuff as well is that you, you live by what you advise other people. Um, so what you were saying earlier about the work-life balance, um, I mean, you did something that was quite scary for you recently, which was to take, was it a day off? It was during the week, wasn't it? The kind of expected nine to took five. Two days off, Thursday, Friday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to London, went to the Natural History Museum with my son and my husband and just really, it's surprisingly hard to break through of the like the the nine to five chain even if you're running your own business you still mm. keep office hours you still you don't it's not as if you're taking weeks off at a time because that's super stressful when you run your own business and the other big change I, I took is I rewrote all my client contracts to take the holidays off yes I started my business to be there for my son one of the reasons and I found myself working harder than I did in my corporate job <laughs> so it's about catching yourself in those moments and thinking you know if you want to get somewhere the quickest way to get there is to start acting like you are there now yeah absolutely yeah again it's all it's, it just all comes down to mindset doesn't it so much so and that's that was my biggest learning for 2019 is you know i can give you all the business strategy in the world but if you don't believe in yourself and you can't work on that daily and you don't put mindset as your priority mm. um then then you know you, you won't you won't follow through with the business strategy because you'll get caught up in those beliefs yeah yeah and i think it's, it's taken me a good couple of years of getting my mindset into the place where i can really um take the right actions and make the right decisions but you know again a lot of the questions that you've asked and your group um the community group for anyone that wants to join is mommy's got clients on um, facebook which you can talk about more obviously um but you know such a supportive community in there i mean i feel like i know some of those women so well and i've never met them 
it's it's phenomenal and one thing i mean we found in our relationship as well haven't we is that you make very deep connections in the business world because mm. you're there sharing your deepest darkest insecurities <laughs> about showing up in the world in a way that sometimes you don't do with friends yeah. you don't meet up and be like what are you scared of it's <laughs> yeah. kind of a weird thing to say isn't it yeah. but actually in the business world this is li- like the narrative that we speak about every day and so you end up with this group around you that have the same work ethic or on the same page are used to talking about their feelings yeah and you you realize that you've created this network of like true friends that you know i had a christmas party this year when we've got clients christmas party it was like 30 women it was just the most positive energizing space everyone was just like buzzing and smiling and being like can we do this every day like this is the (laughs) kind of yeah and again that's one of the traps of self-employment which you identified was that you know you don't everyone else is talking about their work's christmas dues Mm. and there isn't that other than obviously going to a network group that's got a bit of a christmas theme but you just blew that away and were like let's have a christmas party we deserve one take responsibility for things this is the things like whenever you feel resentment whenever you feel like oh i wish this just turn that into action or create mm-hmm. create what you want so if you want a party hold a party have a party invite <laughs> people to it like put yourself out there and like you know with this whole 2020 thing like a lot of people will have sat in that space where they've been thinking about starting a business for years they've been talking about it for years and that was me mm-hmm. that was me for like five ten years talking about how i was going to do something great but not doing it so surround yourself with those people that are doing it and learn those first steps you need to take instead of just being the person that's planned for the last 10 years because like planning is completely irrelevant unless you're actually going to take some action yeah absolutely so so the face (coughs) excuse me the facebook group um i presume people are spread members are spread all over the Mm. country they're not all over the world all over the world my first clients were american because i i the first coaches i worked with first was american second was canadian so i was (laughs) interacting in circles outside of the uk for a long time so we have people in uh, i have clients and people in from australia new zealand america europe you know everywhere and in addition to you posting things on there that they can learn for from or take advantage of presumably they share um, amongst each other it's a very self-sufficient community right now so when you first start a facebook group you do a lot of leading and uh, you know setting the tone and the ethos but i i do a training every other week and i have a guest do a training every other week so there's always learning going on but it's just a place to go and ask questions um there's a chance to go do a facebook live every week you have a facebook live day because that's something a lot of people are scared to do so it's like a safe community obviously an increasingly large community but yeah. it pushes people to say you know if you want to show up and get your business visible go live tell us what you do um so there's lots of opportunities to promote yourself in the business and um, in the group yeah. in a contained way because it's not about not promoting yourself i want people to show up and learn all the things they need to do to get visible so on mondays we promote ourselves on tuesdays we share advice with each other on Wednesdays we go live. On Thursdays it's more lighthearted. We take a selfie. It's just um, saying like these are all the things you need to be doing. So show up and start doing them in this community, and then replicate that mm-hmm. outside the community. It's, it, it's kind of like a, a stepping stone, isn't yeah. it? But for the things that I mean, I don't do selfies, and mm-hmm. I certainly don't do Facebook Live mainly because I don't have time for that one. But um, if if you are reluctant to do that sort of thing, if you do it as you say in a safe place where. Yeah. Um, you know the whole world isn't going to be criticizing the look on your face or the fact that you know you you, you were wobbly or whatever you can have a it, it's it's 
practice is probably not quite the right word but it's it's a great way to put your foot in the water yeah. first off and i think the and more you confidence. do something yeah it's the confidence isn't it and the more you do something the more you'll, you'll keep doing it because actually you realize it's not as scary and, and particularly you know for social media you know you're there for just such a snapshot you know if you do a video and it hasn't gone well or, or whatever or you trip over your words it's not like you know people are going to keep coming back to that and go you know in the whole catalog of what you're doing and go do you remember that time when she said that wrong or she did that i've had some spectacular <laughs> my favorite one was um i i thought my internet had cut out so I'm running down the stairs. <laughs> I'm I'm using quite strong expletives. I missed this one. My husband going, our internet, and all this time the live is still broadcasting, <laughs> and I didn't realise, and it just kept broadcasting through me ranting at my husband about the inconsistency <laughs> of our internet and i was so tempted to delete it and i just thought no like this is real life this is what it is to do live videos in your house with yeah, inconsistent real and you know this is who i am and i, I actually think you need to repost that one to oh, actually you know, demonstrate to people like, even recounting <laughs> the experience has got my chest pumping <laughs> But these things do happen and, and like you say within the community it, it is so nice to just you know even if afterwards you can go oh my god i can't believe that and everyone's like oh this happened to me as well and oh that's my worst nightmare and and just you know it just boost each other up it's just um it, it is a really great community it's, it's all part of it isn't it right we're going to have a bit more music and then we will continue chatting with um with Gemma and and claire got some uh Little Mix coming up next, I think. Um, My daughter like. loves Little Mix. I'm, I'm quite quite taken by yeah. Little Mix as well. <laughs> These wings are made to fly. Wings there and Little Mix and a shout out to Claire's daughter, name Ellie. Gone. If she's <laughs> listening, Ellie, if she's listening, that one was for you. Uh-huh. Right, we, we have a few more minutes left to uh, continue our chat with Gemma. So yeah. over to you, ladies. I'm just really interested in knowing about the, you've mentioned about the messaging um, a few mm. times now so do you want to elaborate a little bit on that i just think we're caught up in this way that we speak about what you do you know if you ever meet someone and and you say you know what does your husband do or your wife do and they're like i'm not really sure you know they're <laughs> so like, just a bit confused and and it's the same when you go to a networking event and you have this oft, often this opportunity to introduce yourself and everyone goes around and says i'm an accountant and i offer or you know i'm a, I'm a business coach and um i coach people and people leave that little segment actually having no idea what you do which is why you know when i was asked earlier and said what do you do i didn't say i'm a business coach because mm. a, lot, a lot of people that's pretty meaningless like an, a business coach for what for who for massive yeah. corporations for small business owners and so with messaging people get caught up with wanting to be succinct and actually clarity trumps being succinct yeah every single time so instead of saying i'm a business coach and i'm gonna jump on a call with you and coach you through everything you're going through to help you grow your business i'm going to say well i'm going to help you get consistent clients so we're looking at the result but we're also looking at who we're targeting so i would always say you know i help mums in service-based businesses it's a mouthful but i want people <laughs> to know that it's not, i don't help you know people straight away if that's you or not product-based businesses i help people who are photographers and consultants get clients and that is the thing they are struggling with and the word clients is something people associate with me now like my group's called mommy's got clients my taglines i help you get clients so 
is any time someone is struggling to get clients, they'll tag me and go, Gem is good with this. So mm-hmm. it's about it's about thinking about the thing that's going to make you memorable, that you're the person at the networking event that doesn't stand up and says, I'm an accountant, but stands up and says, how many of you hate doing your tax return and just dread that? Well, if you want someone to take that off your hands, like I'm the person that does that, and you leave thinking, oh, she's the person that does that. Not, I'm an then. accountant, which doesn't tell us anything about yeah. what you I mean, I've do. been to events where there's like four accountants in the room, mm. um, and you are very much drawn personality-based. There's always going to be certain people that you resonate more with more with than others. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of people out there doing similar things, but no one is you. And it's about getting that, I, for me, that authenticity across and what makes you special to, to someone else. Exactly. What's your special source, and how can you bring that into how you you talk? So little things like you know drop into conversation that oh you know I was a teacher for five years, and then mm. I did corporate market and marketing and sales because one that builds your credibility is that like you know why are you qualified to do what you're doing now, um, but two it makes you different from every other like there's plenty of other business coaches in Nottingham, but people it's community over competition. Like make friends with those people, show up with your message, and have confidence that your people will find you. But you have to be clear in the first place. Mm. who you're working with and what the problem you're solving with and that mm. you know if someone comes to me with a problem i can't solve that's when i'm going to go well, actually it sounds like you need this help or this help and, and point them in the right direction mm-hmm. and i think i think some of it comes from fear because i think some people are scared about putting a niche onto it in case that then excludes others and you know you sort of think oh well, if i say that that means that person over there that might have been you know am i excluding <sighs> yes. them so what do you trap, yeah what it? do you feel about that well, it's just that the opposite that you think is true is true. People mm. think if they cast the wet nut wide, they won't exclude anyone. But what happens when you cast the net wide in marketing is you don't speak to anyone. When you try and speak to everyone, you don't speak to anyone. You can't speak about the... In- like, you know, I work with mums, so I speak a lot to the, the juggle and um, the holidays and, and the, the, the sacrifices and the balance that they have to achieve. Now, if I was just helping business owners, mm. I would be able to speak to those examples and that means I resonate with my audience yeah. and I still get people who aren't mums get in touch and say, I'd love to work with you. It's, it's not meant to be something that excludes. It's meant to be something that allows you to step into your power and say, let me talk, let me show you I get your problems yeah. and that I can solve them. So when you niche, that's when you really can grow and i've seen people go from not niching to overnight niching and just having instant success Mm. when they've been doing years and years and years with a general message because it's actually getting the confidence to say no actually no i help this this group not this group this group yeah and it does the opposite of of cut your market back it's it's going to be the thing that allows you to get the right people to work with and that's for, like for me it's um it, it's about like say getting that message right aiming it at the right people and say it's not to say that other people aren't going to want to work with you um you know they might then approach you and it might take a slightly different form and that then gives you the i suppose the space to decide if they are then right for you or or not um because you're sort of getting that you know that consistency yeah totally you know a lot of what i teach is attraction marketing like i like to market in a way that feels natural and easy and that's not being pushy or salesy it's Mm. basically showing up with a message and providing so much value that when people are in the place that they need help you're the person they think of and the message is so crucial to that otherwise people aren't clear on what you're actually helping with yeah Fantastic. Well, if you want to find out how to get in touch with Gemma and um, 
get your message, your niche sorted. <laughs> we, we will find that out in just a few moments. We're going to have one final song from our own show. Of course, we, the, the station will continue for the rest of the day. Phil's on his way in even as we speak. But from Girls Around Town, we've got just under ooh, 10 minutes left and we are heading up towards the news and the last few um, com- bit of conversation, last, last bit of conversation with Gemma with Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross there and never too much. So, um, final point from Gemma, how do we get in touch with you? Yeah, so head to my Facebook group. That is the hub of where I hang out. Mummy's Got Clients. We're running a free five-day challenge in a couple of weeks called Double Your Lead, Bag a Client. Um, And if you're not on Facebook, head to my website, gemmagilbert.com. I've got a brilliant guide there on 12 ways to find new clients, which will give you everything you need. And I think I'm right in saying that there is a direct link to the Facebook page for sure on the Girls Around Town website, girlsaroundtownonline.com. There is an article there saying, let's connect. And if you go down towards the bottom, you'll see Mummy's Got Clients in uh, highlighted, so you can go straight to the Facebook page from there. Claire, you wanted to mention very quickly uh, networking or or um, an event coming up. Yep, sure. So um, off the back of my festival for kids that I ran last year, we now run a networking group in Nottingham, Positively Empowered Kids. And it is for people that work with children's well-being in particular. So it's not open to absolutely everybody. But if children's well-being is at the heart of your business, um, you need to come along. It's at Nottingham Night on Tuesday, the 21st. And you can find us on Facebook. You just search Positively Empowered Kids and you'll get all the details to book there. Fantastic. Well, Gemma, thank you very much indeed for coming in. It's been nice to meet you. Uh, Claire, I will see you again in... I can't remember what I'm day, but in February. Yes, sometime um, next month. Early yes, February, yes, I early think February, it is. Early February, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, we're going to be Nordic walking. We are going to be virtually, and we? Nordic yes. walp- walking and t- teepeeing as well oh right yes so. yes actually i did see tp mm. on um on on it's deb isn't it it's deb? a lovely deb watts yes, yes, yes i did see something about tp so on her fun. website so what have we got coming up next week now let me think uh rachel will be in the studio with me next week and we are talking in the first hour another fairly busy one we've got two interviews coming up in the first hour we're talking to sarah bullimore about the 2020 newark book festival um, obviously dates all organised and everything she's got one or two new things she wants to talk about it's coming back to Newark in July um, and then in the second hour it's all about allotments we're going to be talking to Rupert Vinicum uh, who has an allotment of his own I think has had an allotment for quite some time he's going to be talking about allotments in and around Newark um, how he got into it what people get out of it mm-hmm. um, and in particular from uh, Rupert's point of view how he has made it a family thing I understand that um, several of his uh, I don't know how many there are off, off the top of my head but it's something he's passed on to his children and he's passing it on i think now to his grandchildren even oh, <laughs> maybe not the latest one who was only born just before christmas no, not yet anyway right that's all to come as i said before stay tuned phil is up next on here on radio newark and then of course there's plenty to keep you going throughout the day and throughout the week it's been great to have you here um listening to us we look forward to welcoming you back to girls around town at 10 o'clock next sunday morning here on 107.8 fm 
online, on FM, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark.